They said it was impossible. They said, Ah, uh, you can't put together the most elite team of comic book reviewers on the planet and do, you know, a podcast or something like that? Despite all that, today we can proudly announce. Yeah, yeah, they were right. We, uh, we couldn't do it. So instead, we brought you the most vile, ignorant, unprofessional group of comic book enthusiasts we could find. This is Panel to Panel, the Game Rage Magazine comic podcast. Certain individuals that say, drink it in, man. Drink it in, man. Ooh. <sighs> well, here we are. <clears throat> this is episode number two of Panel to Panel. As always, my name is Josh. I'm here today with, oh, let's mix it up. I'm here today with uh, good buddy Frank. Hey, uh, microphone's way too far. Try now. Up. That's better. And I'm also here today with good buddy Adam. Howdy. And so, Frank, just put it, I just have to, it's not comic book related. I mean, there are SpongeBob comics, but he just, he, he just had to ask this question about if SpongeBob is a furry. He's not a person. It's an animal. He's a sponge. He's a sea sponge. So. And then Sandy Cheeks. Oh, that's definitely a furry. Patrick. Well, an I mean, that is furry, yeah, techn- by, de- by technical definition. What a oh. name, dude. Sandy Cheeks. Sandy Cheeks, man. That is so great. It's called Sandy Cheeks because SpongeBob is clapping cheeks. <laughs> In the sand. Thus, Sandy Cheeks. Anyways, well, that's enough furry talk for fucking any episode ever again. So... You're the one that introduced it. I, I said it. I yeah, I just said it in the intro not to be part of the party. No, you can't. You have to fucking acknowledge that. That's 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 just that's the most ridiculous, terrible thing I've ever heard in my life. And I never I could have went the rest of my life without knowing that. And I wanted to traumatize everyone else out there. So the only days was it the only days that are never going to be complete are the days of your birth and the day of your death. Thanks, Frank. That's another (laughs) 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 fucking anyways. So today I wanted to talk about. Well, the main event, I guess, will be. uh Comic book stores, or uh, as some people call them, smelly dens of animated books, <laughs> you know, or drawn books. Mm-hmm. Say animated? Yeah, drawn. I meant to say drawn. I'm an idiot. Um, but before we get into that, did you guys have anything that you wanted to bring up or discuss? Yeah, I mean, yes. Frank brought it up before right, yeah, yeah. We, um, we started. So I was leading into it, but yeah, go ahead. I, I, I don't even know if it was directed at me or him or you, the Madam Web movie yeah i was trying to talk about it but nobody was listening so yeah i heard you talk about it i heard you do but we were talking I, about it i thought you wanted to talk about it on the thing i i, I you didn't direct it to anybody while we oh. were in between podcasts oh okay well now now it's a topic on the podcast yeah yes. really everybody knows the movie sucks anyways yeah the movie got critically panned 13 percent rotten tomatoes that's terrible what's Where's, the audience score i don't know i don't know what it is but I don't think it really matters. I think I, I think everybody knew going in that this was not going to 
You almost have to see it because it's so bad. It's it's probably so bad, right? But not that I have actually seen it. But um, yeah, Madam Web, dude. I I can't believe they're making movies about characters, obscure Spider-Man characters that nobody really gives a shit about, and somehow trying to create a Madam Web could have been a great character, but could have, yeah, yeah. but could have. And it feels like Sony is just trying to shill out movies. Well, Sony and Marvel. So this was a combined effort? Yes. And this is why Sony's now pulling out of the deal with Marvel. <laughs> is that why it sucked? Because there were too many... From what I heard, I, I don't know this for sure, but I was reading saying that um, this was part of the the whole Tom Harmon thing with because the, they're trying to make that next movie with the, the, the three ve- again. The Venom? Yeah. And so this was supposed to be like a... T- this was supposed to like explain how the universe has come together. <sighs> Man, what a shit show. Mm-hmm. They keep making movies about... Spider-Man characters, some great, some not so great. Craven the Hunter is a great character in the Spider-Man universe. Yeah. But Madam Web, oh, man, probably secondary character. But isn't like she like the god of the Spider-Mans? She's like the, what is that thing from the Greek Greek mythology? The the fates, the sister of fates. Oh, yeah. she's the one that, con- does she control it or does she just? I think she just kind of tells people like. She's what? like an oracle? Kinda, something like that. I mean, she was fucking great in the animated series. In the animated series, yeah, but to make an entire movie around her—that's yeah, like, that's that was. A, I didn't think that was a good idea. Either. That that was like a stretch. That's and they a, got a young girl to play her too. They got well. They got that girl. I, I she plays Spider Woman, Sydney Sweeney, the yeah. girl from Euphoria. Yeah, yeah and, and she's like the she's the internet child heart, childhood childhood. What is that childhood? Uh, sweetheart, right now. Yeah, and for well, people. Where's that Euphoria? Was she also on Euphoria? Yeah, she's on Euphoria, and then I forgot what else. But I can't believe she signed on for this movie, dude. It's that, more because it's Disney money. Well, I mean, I mean that's I, true. I mean, whatever amount of money like, they threw at her must have like been no to Chinese money. Yeah, I guess. I mean, literally, because it's a Chinese company now. Whatever money they threw at her must have been so good. I mean, dude, there's a there's an interview with Dakota Johnson, and uh, I don't remember if it was for entertainment tonight or one of those fucking media shows that um you know like access holly whatever yeah yeah. they had they had dakota johnson and uh this guy brought out the specific issue like of the first appearance of madam webb and you could see her wince because she doesn't have no idea like she showed her the comic she's like oh that's cool or whatever (laughs) and oh i'm not into comic books well, I mean, I think for her, it was just a check to cash in on. And yeah, of course, and it, for, it is for all of them, dude. I mean, it's true, but it's see, OK, at least not I, everybody can be Henry Cavill. Yeah, I at mean, least Sydney true. Sweden, Sydney Sweeney looked like she kind of gave a damn. Yeah. But Dakota Johnson, I, I you could tell either because of the fact that she's probably done a number of like press related things that she was already burned out. She doesn't care. But the guy showed her the comic. The way she was holding it, she's like, "Oh yeah, that that's neat or whatever." And I'm like, man, well, look at what was it? Um, oh my god, I can't remember his name. Guy plays Wolverine, Hugh Jackman. Yeah, when he got when he started doing X Men One, they um they specifically told him, "Do not read any of the comic books." So, All right, cool. Give me like eighty of them. <sighs> like they were telling him not to read it, and he was like, "Fuck you, I want to read it." <laughs> The best part about Hugh Jackman being Wolverine is that I don't know how tall Hugh Jackman is, but Wolverine is not supposed to be tall. average height. He's supposed to be a stubby, yeah, short, grizzly, yeah. goblin, like whatever five, the fuck. Five, five, four, <laughs> some shit like that. 
he's not he's not supposed to be that tall, and it's kind of funny that they choose the most like handsome. Fuck act- man, he says he's six foot three. Hugh Jackman's yeah. six foot three. Yeah, he is. Fuck. Wolverine. Let's see Wolverine. I think he's only like Cannon, five feet. Wolverine, five foot Cannon Cannon height. Yeah, Cannon height. He's five foot three. Yeah. Damn. He's, he has um, short people rage like Napoleon. <laughs> that's why you guys. That's why he's so angry. Which I mean, you would know, like with short people, you guys are so much closer to hell, so you have to be more, more. But yeah, I mean, we're just ever, we're just, we're just literally one wrong step away, or one, one trip and fall away from just being in hell. <laughs> um, but, so the production company that made um this with them, there were two, Madam, yeah, Madam Webb, this D Bonaventura Pictures. Mm-hmm. So they they've made a lot of good movies in the in the past. I mean, the first movie that they made was Constantine. Oh wow! So it's not bad. That's I mean that was I thought that was a good movie. movie. Yeah, uh, they made that uh, the Doom movie with the one with the first person shooter sequence. Um, Part of that movie. uh, They also made fourteen oh eight, and they they made all the Transformers movies too. Uh, Their upcoming movie that they got coming out, which will hopefully I mean will will probably uh, be hopefully good for them. The new GI Joe movie that's coming out. I hope that doesn't suck. Transformer one. Uh, It's just called GI Joe Ever Vigilant. I don't know. Is the Rock going to be in it? Who who probably not now, uh, and then there's an, another Transformers film I guess that's coming out, and then uh, uh, Untitled Constantine Constantine sequel. Well, that's the thing so, I was about to say. Uh, Keanu Reeves, um, I think it was Ferguson who was interviewing him, mm-hmm. and he asked him if he has any like regrets on his career. And he said his biggest regret is that they didn't make the second Constantine. Movie. Well, supposedly, well these are these are well these are TBA, but that's they're apparently they're making it. So it's whether it's him with, with him or not. I fucking hope it is, man. God, that movie came out in 2005, dude. So that means it'll be tw- it'll be over 20 years by the time that movie comes out. It was cool. You know, uh, <clears throat> a show on Fox Lucifer. Uh huh. I went like eight seasons. I went like whatever season, but I was like five seasons deep into it. Uh-huh. And so I realized it was a DC fucking show. Uh because it's Lucifer Morningstar from the actual DC comics. Because they had a crossover with um, Heroes of Tomorrow or whatever, with John Constantine like going up to him that hey, we need a favor. Yeah, yeah. It's like oh shit, that was fucking cool. I'm like that's when I realized oh shit, it's actually a DC comic show. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, the other company TSG, they uh, what? No, I was just getting back to that. Uh, they fucking uh, the first movie they made was A Good Day to Die Hard, uh, which was the fifth I think Die Hard movie. Or was fourth. it Kevin Smith one? Was it good? Uh, yeah, that was the one Kevin Smith was in. Yeah, that's that was not a good one. And then the the other stuff they got upcoming. I love Kevin Smith, but that was bad. Yeah, it wasn't the best. It wasn't the best Iron movie. Uh, they got, oh, they made Napoleon. They were involved in the making of Napoleon. Fuck, get out of here. I'm already out. The first but, one or the? No, the one the one from last year, that the, 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 the biopic or whatever. Because either one would have been bad. Yeah, but Deadpool and Wolverine, they also have had a hand in, in making as well, the, the upcoming movie. So well, we know that's probably going to be good. So. I feel bad, man. That movie would have came out already if it wasn't for that fucking strike. <clears throat> what, the Deadpool and Wolverine movie? Yeah. I mean, listen, it's still coming out. It's not. Well, did you see the whole theory behind it? Because he gets um, picked up by the TVA, whatever. The same guys for the Loki show. Uh-huh. And it's when they show they're showing him all the Marvel universes and shit. He's like, <laughs> and so the theory, the running theory right now is that if this is going to be a playoff of the uh, Deadpool kills the Marvel universe. And they're saying like it looks like he's going to be sent to all the different dimensions to kill all the, like the same thing Loki was doing in the Loki TV show. Oh, but he's going to kill you know like the big the big heroes. Supposedly, this is going to be how they kill off the X Men cast, the old one. Yeah, so they can make so that they can now make a new one. Under Marvel, 
Oh. That's why. Is this the first rated R movie that's made by Marvel? D- 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 Disney? Well, no, because the the dead the two Deadpool movies were also made by them, wouldn't it? No, they were part of Fox. Twentieth oh. Century Fox when they were not part of. Uh, well, technically, it's still Fox. It's just Disney owned. Uh, yeah, that's true. Deadpool movies. Mm, let's see. When did they buy fucking? I think it was like two years ago, wasn't it, or three years ago? Is that one is that when they bought Marvel? Marvel, yeah, or Twentieth Century Fox. 20th Century Fox had Fantastic Four, X-Men, and Deadpool. Well, they had all the mutants. Yeah. Yeah, so... Okay, yeah, that was the 20th Century Fox X-Men spinoff. <laughs> it's titled as... Uh, Yeah, so... I don't know. I guess we'll see. Marvel Entertainment LLC. Hmm. Wait. Okay, so it was 2009 when Disney purchased Marvel or whatever. That long ago? Yeah. Marvel, yes, yes. but 20th Century oh, yeah, Fox. Well, right, but okay, but Marvel Entertainment was also a production company. Of, yeah, that was part of the deal when they sold them. They sold off their properties. Yeah. The only one that didn't have that deal was uh, Sony. Right, so Disney was involved in the making of Deadpool. They were involved with it tangentially. They're considered... They're, their their Marvel Entertainment owned production company all right, was all one right. of the production companies on the movies. So technically, right. I mean, I guess you could say. Oh, I got you. It was just uh, the distributor was 20th Century Fox, not Disney. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was interesting that. because he did all that time travel shit in Deadpool two at the end. Yeah, that's why the TVA picked him up. <laughs> huh? Because that's why they picked up Loki because he diverted from yeah. the original timeline. So they had to um, put him back rid- or whatever. Yeah. No, they had to get, get rid, rid of him. him. Because the original one is still, because the original one died to Thanos, yeah, and then they travel back in time to grab the stones, and then he grabbed it to uh, teleport away, and so that created a variant because that one died, but this one went off, so he couldn't die. In that show, doesn't he become a member of that place anyway? Of that yeah, that's thing, show is that's yeah, the same. Yeah, right. like Loki because he had to go around doing shit for them. Yeah, and then he ends up becoming Indrasil at the end. Uh, okay. Huh. Interesting. Well, I mean, it'll be interesting to see how that goes. I mean, hopefully it goes better than uh, that Deadpool and Wolverine's better than Marvel, uh, Madam Web or whatever. Yeah. So far, all, all those movies have been a hit, so. Yeah, the Deadpool ones. Yeah. So. As long as they let, again, as long as they don't fucking, there's not too many hands touching it. Yeah. Maybe. Which is why I'm worried about this third one because Fox slash Disney are going to be fully involved. Well, there's only one way to find out. When it comes out. And that's go see it when it comes out. You know the writer strike must have done damage to them. I, I don't know. I think it already. No, because not, not. It wasn't the, the writer's strike. No, no. It it was not the, the sense of what they were doing. In the sense that this is going to be more involved now. Because they. I don't know. I just feel like they're going to be more involved in this shit now. Well, I mean, they already made the movie. It was still in production when the, the strike happened. Yeah, it was in production, but they already the movie was already written. Yeah, it was written, but remember, yeah. the actors went on strike too with the writers' strike. Yeah, so then why would they get more involved after that fact? Because they're going to be more protective now. Because they, they all had agreed to, do, to a massive payout to all the actors and writers. Well, yeah, but that movie was in production though, so... It wasn't finished though. Yeah, yeah, but what I'm saying is like all the deals that everybody made were already made. 
before the movie started production, right? So how would that affect that was, those deals? If that was the thing, then the strike would have wouldn't have stopped the movie. Well, no, they went on strike were, for the future stuff. Yeah, but here's the thing: if you were under contract already before the strike started, mm-hmm. you were legally obligated to finish the contract. No, you're not, because there's not a they don't they that they, they don't put according, no strike clauses in there. To the, um, what are they called? The Screenwriters Guild. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I was watching this thing. The guy was talking about it, saying because of um, fuck, who was it? Uh-huh. Somebody was doing something. Um, it was like a YouTuber. He was doing a show or something, and he had to cross the picket line to you know do the show. But they're saying, but because he signed the contract beforehand, he was excused from the strike. Tom because Cruise, what? Tom Cruise had something like that where because he, he signed the contract before the strike, the. They weren't um, considered, uh, what are they called? When you work for a union, when you get, they're on strike? Yeah, scab. scab. You didn't consider that because you were already on contract before the con- the, uh, the strike happened. So you, were, you weren't punished by the guild for doing your job. Yeah, like Tom Cruise had something like that. with. Yeah. Um, it was either the Top Gun movie or the Mission Impossible movie. It was one of those two ones. And since he was like contractually bound or whatever i mean since he still had to like work on the movie nobody was looking at him dirty because because you know most of the actors were standing side by side right, with, yeah with between, the, and they were between projects as well but yeah. those that were actively in a project were excused from the strike because they were already under contract but if you signed a contract after the strike happened then yeah that was a violation of the guild or if it was frowned upon. <clears throat> it was frowned upon, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Is that the the actor strike affected the movie, which means they stopped had to stop production because they, they went on they strike, did right? Stop production. I know that. Yeah, because everybody went on strike, so nobody was gonna show up. So that's what I'm saying. Like that's, that's what I'm saying. Like their deals though were already made in advance. So then like those deals wouldn't have been, they wouldn't have changed to whatever the new rules are. It's, it's, it's because, so the SAG, the, the contract is essentially you abide by the contract while it's in effect. But then usually what happens is the contract will expire and they're still negotiating. So while the, while the clause in the contract is in effect, let's say it ended on like July 1st of 2023. Okay. Cause they went on strike. I don't know, whatever, but let's say it ended July 1st. Any contracts that are made after that, are still bound by the old contract in terms of the payouts and all the the money and whatever you know yeah, that's the, right. The, but the new ones negotiated. Well, but the no strike clause that's in that previous contract once it's expired is is no longer in effect. Mm-hmm. So you can go. That's why you can go on. You can't go on strike while you're in a contract, mm-hmm. but you can go on strike after the fact. Yeah. So that's why they went on strike because otherwise. But their deals that they had already made aren't because they were made under the old contract. So the new contract doesn't get reapplied to those deals. So that's what I'm saying, what you're saying about how, oh, well, Disney's going to be more whatever because they had to pay actors more money. Well, no, oh, they yeah, already, they're already they they're already paid no, out. No, 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 you're misunderstanding me. I'm saying they have to make that to make sure they make their, again, it's like the whole thing happened with DC. They're going to change the, they got involved to make more money. Yeah, but I don't think Disney's going to, they already, well, like I said, they already filmed half the movie, right? So. Look at what happened with Scott Snyder when fucking, um, um, Josh Whedon took over the project. He made it, he edited the movie to be completely fucking different. 
Yeah, but they also... And it was completely finished. The movie was finished completely. They were in editing. and Because if you watch the the one that Josh Whedon took out and then the Snyder Cut, they're two whole different fucking movies. Right. So I'm saying, even if half the movie, you're saying that they can't do anything to it, obviously they can. No, what, what I'm saying is that I don't think it's going to affect the outcome of the movie because they already know that the, the Deadpool movies make money. So they're not going to fuck with it. They're not going to fuck with the formula. They fucked with the second one? What'd they fuck with the second one? They didn't let Ryan Reynolds do... They, he was complaining about how they fucking changed the script on them. Yeah, but okay, the movie still did good. The movie didn't do yeah, it's bad. Still, it's still my, Exactly. So now they have it in their mind. We can change things and it'll still be good because it's going to... People are going to come because of Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. They're going to fuck with it. Maybe, but that's Ryan Reynolds' fault. Why is that? Well, because he could have just said no to the next one. If he already knew what they were, if they already knew they were doing, he was bitching about it. I don't know. But anyways, that's maybe a topic. For, well, I don't know. It's kind of relevant because it's comic related. But anyways, so fuck, were we, what, were we, what were we going on about? The Madam Web movie? No, no, somebody being a bitch. I'm oh, thanks. Yeah, Madam Web. So, I mean, shit. I don't know why. I don't know why they continue to make crappy Movies. Spider Spider Man related character That's movies. Right, Mar- the Marvel Universe. Sorry, Adam. Let me cut you off. Oh, no, go ahead. I'm just saying, like the Marvel Cinematic Universe died with Iron Man. Yeah, I mean, but then again, like the people are saying, "Oh, DC is going to take over." No, DC is fucking dying too. They're just as far as from Marvel as. Uh... Do you think we're going back to the period where, prior to the real Marvel Cinematic Universe taking off and changing the narrative for comic book movies, do you think we're going back to that pre like Dark Ages period where they, all the comic book movies were just shit? Do you think we're like it's like cyclical, and now we're going back to these movies are going to start to suck dicks? Yeah, I mean, because it's like. Uh... I mean, because shit. Mainstream media got the dirty hands on it, dude. Yeah. God, remember when they were fucking carnival movies, which is cult classic movies? Yeah. Like the original Batman movie. Those fucking goofy Superman movies. Shit, man. It, it was cyclical because there was that period when they were good and then they fucking started to suck dicks and they were all bad, campy, shitty movies. That's what Superman did. It made him campy and the Batman TV show. Yeah. Adam West. And then um, he tried. What's his name? Well, when Tim Burton made that the Batman movie in the eighties, that made it serious again and made it good. And then we went to to, Batman and Joker, or Batman and Robin. Yeah, Yeah, they made him goofy and campy again. And And then then we went to Nolan. Fucking saved it. Yeah, and then we went back to that again. So I think we're now in the period. We're the fuck around period of. It, well, I think they've been fucking around. Now we're going to find out. Now we're about to find out. Because not God, that dude. I hated that last Batman movie. It was good. I liked it was it. pretty good, but it wasn't. Obviously, it wasn't what we were used to. Yeah. And I, I think Batman is a character I that. Still, I still stand that Robert Patterson would have been a great Terry McGinnis instead of a Bruce Wayne. Wait, who? Terry McGinnis. No, who? What actor? Robert Patterson. Robert Pattinson? Uh, yeah, Robert Pattinson. Black yeah. hair and everything. Yeah, I think he does have the the jawline of the character. Yeah, like, he, he, would, yeah he does look like the character. If they would have made him, Terry McGinnis made him Batman Beyond and had fucking Kevin, uh, what's his name? Um, who was the first Batman? Oh, Michael Keaton? Michael Keaton come back as old Batman as his mentor. That would have been fucking great. Yeah. But... Well, look at that, like the like that Flash movie. I didn't see it, but that's they had Michael Keaton fucking in there as old Batman. That was the only good part of the movie. But yeah, like, but that's 
And Supergirl was fucking hot. <laughs> um, so yeah, I I don't know, man. I think we are gonna start transitioning back into the campy movies. Yeah, well, or the just bad movies. I don't know if they're gonna be campy, but they're gonna be bad. I feel like, and and this well, this I, is. I think we're going to the part where animated comic movies again are gonna be the only good ones. Because right now, the only good movies Marvel's been putting out have been the Spider-Man ones, the Spider-Verse movies. Yeah. With Miles Morales. Right. And then DC has always made great fucking animated movies. Yeah, they are always fucking really good. Mm-hmm. So I think that DC, that's going to be where it's at probably for the foreseeable future. I don't think that the movies... DC that- needs, to, needs a complete reset. And they made the wrong choice with going Scott with, um, uh, what's his name? Um, Zack Snyder? No. Or no, uh... James Gunn. Yeah, there you go. I mean, he's already saying it's going to be like eight years until the next Batman movie. And like, he's choosing a lot of irrelevant characters. Yeah. Like, I'm the only thing he, I've heard about from what he has planned is a fucking horror esque TV show around Swamp Thing, which is, I oh, think that's cool. Be cool. Yeah, that'll be sweet. I love Swamp Thing. Mm-hmm. So, I just. I think they are making, like you said, some bad choices with who, which characters they're pushing forward. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I just, I just don't, I see it going that route where things are going to get bad again. And I do think that there are some characters in some movies that are going to be good. I mean, I'm hoping that. Dab, Adam. You got to dab if you can do all those dance moves. I hope, I'm hoping that whatever they're going to do with the X-Men is going to be good because. So. I I enjoy X Men movies, and I just I just want them to be good. I like the characters. I I, I like the old, the old boy X Men, but I don't know. I guess we'll just have to. Well, we're gonna find out. They're fucking around. We're gonna find out. <laughs> Maybe we'll just find out good things. I don't know. So I know this is a comic book. One. Yeah. Does web comics count? Yeah, it's comic. Okay. I kind of want to talk about. I was talking to you about this earlier. With the uh-huh. whole, like the fucking. Again, to go with the whole like the indie scene is doing is starting to do better than the mainstream. Mm-hmm. That's why I've noticed a lot of things happening too with that. In the sense of, um, I was talking about in the last podcast, we were talking about how video games, the indie games are doing so better than mainstream AAA yeah. games. Yeah, I've been noticing too that web comics are becoming fucking huge now too. Like independent comic people just making their own shit. And my biggest example right there right now is um, has been Hotel. Uh huh. And the fucking series just dropped. I just finished watching it. And like, it was fucking great. It was one, it was a really good show. I, I enjoyed it a lot. Uh-huh. I never read the, rec- the comic that it's based on. I think it's a webcomic. I'm not 100% sure. Uh-huh. I know she had another one called like Zoopedia or some shit like that. Mm-hmm. Um, Because there's lore out there. Like, there's stories. So I'm assuming it was a webcomic. Uh huh. Actually, let's confirm that before we continue. Yeah, that's what I'm, that's what I'm Googling. Has been Hotel Wiki comic series is a line of web comics released by Vivienne Medrano. Yeah, so it was it was comics. Yeah, because there's a lot of like because if I go on the Wikipedia, it tells you about shit that hasn't even happened in the shows and stuff. Right. Okay. Because she has two shows. One, um, Tell of a Boss, and Has Been Hotel. And they're both in the same universe. Okay. But like, she was able to fucking get it fucking crowdfunded and then get it picked up by A24. And the A24 was able to sell it to Amazon. And I don't know, man. It's just the shit that started off on YouTube on a webcomic was able to make a uh, pilot on YouTube 
and put it up into uh, eight series. Into eight, I guess it's a mini series, huh? If it's only eight episodes. Actually, I don't. I don't know if the fucking comic came before the show. The pilot. Because she's saying that well, uh, the comics had been in the works since before the pilot released. But that makes sense, then. the comics were slated to release gradually in pages like a webcomic. Additionally, each one would have been a password protected with a riddle. That's kind of cool. That's pretty cool. Uh, so it looks like it was a show first. It looks like they were going to do this as a side deal. Yeah, because I know they because I remember they were talking about uh, one of the characters in the show. Uh-huh. He was meant to be like in the pilot. He was meant to be a one off character. One and done. Yeah. But then he ended up becoming part of the main cast. Okay. So it tells me that maybe the show isn't even based on the webcomic anymore. Yeah, because... Uh, if the webcomic came later, then now it makes sense. Yeah, well, apparently they removed the... The, the comic you can't even find it anymore. They removed it. So it's, they're saying it's no longer canon. So it's basically... It doesn't exist at so this that point. That makes sense. Then. But still, my point still stands. Yeah. I'm just what saying, was like, the other one? Uh, Hell of a Boss. Let me see if that one's on here. Anyways, continue. I think it was all part of the same universe because... Well, yeah, but if she if she actually made it a comic first, then... We can keep talking about it. Yeah. Okay, so... Webtoon. Uh, here's the comic. Man, they do not have... There's just, like, no information. <laughs> but, yeah, it looks like it's a legit comic. This one looks like it's a legit comic. Hello, boss? Yeah. So I would say that uh, well, falls on the same thing because the success of the pilot led to them right starting that show. On I'm trying to find out when they when she actually made this. I can't. But anyways, continue going. Well, the Hell of a Boss came after the Has Been Hotel uh, pilot. The comic book? No, no, I'm talking about the show. Yeah, I'm sure that makes sense. Because um, what's his name? That's forget his name. He's a YouTuber. Uh-huh. I think his name is Brandon Rogers. Uh-huh. He's like the main actor on it. Okay. They even got what's his name? Um, you guys wouldn't. I don't think you you say you don't like you didn't like it, but it was the guy who played Invader Zim. Oh, okay. Uh, webtoon. Well, you can read it on. Oh, yeah. There's only like two of them though. So yeah, I'm not sure. Anyway, so continue. So, I mean, if it's not a comic, then we we can just move on. No, keep going. Yeah, no, keep going. It, it's it's a it is a comic, but but well, no, the point you're making about web or you know independent people it's online. Than a lot of shit. I was just saying it's better than a lot of shit I've been seeing on television. And shit. Right. Uh, in, what's the, what's the difference between a web comic? Like, what is this a comic that's on the web? Like, what the yeah, fuck's the difference? So it is. <sighs> All right, web comics are comics published on the internet. <laughs> well, technically, uh, one One Punch Man was a web comic. It still oh, is, actually. and then it became like an actual. Manga? No, it's an anime. It's still all his shit's still coming out online, from what I understand. Mm. Interesting. Um, oh God, what was his name? I think he's called he called himself One or something. Uh because he did that. He does that in uh, Mob Psycho One Hundred. Man, I wonder if we can harness the power of AI. Well, did you get that video I sent you? Which one? About the YouTuber. I don't know. Well, how long ago did you send it to me? Today? I don't think you did. But anyways, we'll go ahead. Yes, I did. All right. What is it? Uh, the guy made... Uh, he was like a Let's Player or whatever. 
And then he started making, um, he made a bunch of uh, videos where it's like, it's all AI generated. Huh. It looks like it's he's VTubing, but it's it's all AI. The scripting, the the voicing, everything, except for the gameplay was AI. Hmm. That's interesting. Yeah, I sent you the video, the guy talking about it. Oh, yeah, this quickie bop guy? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, now I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Which, I mean... Does that change the game for people who... Like, let's say you wanted to make it a failed, comic. It, it's failing. <clears throat> right, right. But what else what I'm saying? Like, let's say that there's a there's a version. If you have basic Photoshop skills and you can get chat, let's let's just say whatever the plugin is for chat GPT that draws shit, that turns shit into drawing or whatever, right? Because there's Yeah, there's AI programs to do that. Right. Let's say you could take that, have it draw you an image of what you wanted the character in the square to be doing. And I'm then sure you with can. Photoshop, sure you, you can, can literally with certain AIs, but like with the one that does those AI generated images, uh-huh. they're not consistent. Uh-huh. So like you can ask it to draw a certain thing, it'll draw it, and then you ask it to draw the same thing and but do something different, it's gonna it's not they're not gonna look the same. Mm. Hmm. So then okay. So then think about this. Hide the negatives, accentuate the positives, right? So obviously if you can't draw and you can't do that or you change the narrative of the story so that there's a reason why every panel, the character looks different. Maybe the concept is, Oh, it's, it's you're, you're looking at this character. Hap, all these things happen in alternative universes. Every I, panel. The, the I don't know. I can think of it working as if the whole show is about <clears throat> somebody with psychosis or something. Well, it's not a, well, whatever the whole comic would be about. It would be, I don't know, say like it, the only way that would work is like if you go with the Hellblade. So it's a scenario where somebody was like, you're seeing it through the eyes of somebody with psychosis. I don't think it has to be through psychosis. I think you could just well, be. It would explain why the persons are, they're always different. Well, that's what I'm saying. It could just be your, your, like the whole concept of it is, is it's dimensional based or whatever. So every panel, you're you looking gonna, at the same event in a different Yeah, but you're, you're dimension. again, you're giving the AI too many. It's not going to be, it's like, they're not going to be slight differences. It's going to be drastically different. Yeah. It's you're looking at this thing happen with the same guy, but, again, but he's not, in a different dimension. So, again, how are you going to explain for every panel to be different? Well, because that's what it is at the beginning. You're seeing this through the lens of, I don't know. Yeah, sure. Maybe you'd have to contract an artist to, let's say, draw your first page or two, which that's affordable because I've looked into that. You can get someone to draw one to two pages on Fiverr or whatever that fucking thing is for like, they'll do it for like 50 bucks a page, right? And it's like, I think you get up to eight panels. So you pay them to do this shit where you're explaining in the first two pages, you'd have 16 panels, let's say, to explain that this story is essentially told from the perspective of multiple, I don't know. It's You're, you're viewing this in the cosmic sense of multiple, every panel is a different, dimension or something i don't know again i'm just making shit up right now off the top of my head i think if given time and if you sat down and said okay you could potentially explain this in a way and you don't have to have them look exactly the same if you can articulate a reason at the beginning why it's like this then you could probably take advantage of this ai technology in its infancy to make a comic book 
or something akin to that and maybe make it good. Because again, with, with just those images that it's making and you using basic Photoshop skills, you can put in the bubbles, you can put in all that shit, the, the word bubbles, and you can do that however you want. You don't have to fucking make it look, you know, because those word bubbles are all the same, right? So like, that's not going to matter, but I don't know. It's just the art itself will change from panel to pa- man, panel to panel. Fuck it, A. I don't know, man. I feel like I'm onto something with this. I feel like there's a way to do this to make it fucking work. I feel, and again, this is just some bullshit we came up with talking on a podcast. But again, you don't own the images. Okay. You don't need to sell them. You can repost the images. If you don't make any, if you do not make, if you don't sell the fucking thing, you can do whatever you want with it. Yeah, but you also can't, or you can't claim it as your own as well. Literally, you put in the thing. Remember what we said about the the fucking the articles? You put in the, the thing right at the beginning. This this was written by an AI. Okay, this artwork on pages two through fucking twenty was drawn by an AI. That's all you gotta say. <clears throat> or what about the AI AI programs that you can purchase that do this where you do own whatever it makes? I'm just saying, like that's how they're getting those people. Who- <clears throat> Like the guy who was selling nude photos through OnlyFans, and it was just all AI generated images. Oh shit, that's fucking great. Yeah, he got taken down because he was claiming it. He wasn't claiming it as an AI. Cool. So that that he fucked up, right? But why would we wouldn't lie and say that we're making this ourselves? I mean, we're coming up with the ideas and plugging it into the thing. But yeah, an AI is draw- oh shit, an AI is drawing the shit. We you could just co- I wouldn't. I don't think people would fucking be maybe turned off by that fact alone. Sure, if it sucks, then okay. I'm sure that would not work. But I Like I said, because I played around with those AI's images, and it's just... Yes, yeah, so the ones that are free suck ass. They're terrible. I've played around with them, too. They're garbage. Well, it's just not... Like, I don't think you're... You think you're overestimating how inconsistent it's going to be. No, I'm counting on it like, being no, like, extremely inconsistent. Like, I tried doing the whole... I tried doing to see how it would make a, a scene. And it's like it. None of the panels were workable with each other. They didn't. They because it's not. Well, no, no. You don't have. Okay, so this is where maybe you're missing, maybe I'm not explaining it right. You're not because remember we're using Photoshop skills here. So you're not making it draw the whole panel. You're having it do the character doing an action, and you're cutting out the rest of that shit. And then you're having it make the background. You're you're inserting the background. You just have it draw the background yeah, by itself of whatever it is, right? And then you're gonna you're gonna cut out you're gonna cut the character out and you're gonna layer them over the background. Yes, but the thing is, is, like, say you say, okay, do this character doing this in photo A. Yeah, okay. It's gonna be some white dude shooting. Sure. Dude. Okay. In the next panel, it's gonna be a it's gonna be a Mexican dude not even looking the same person. Yeah, exactly. But it's like that's that's what I'm saying. That's where you work this. You you make the story fit around the tools that you have to use, right? So that's what I'm saying. Maybe this interdimensional fucking each panel's different dimension thing is dumb. I don't know. That's just a thing I came up with off the top of my head to explain it. I'm saying is I think that there's a way that you could explain it in order to make it make sense. And it could be something that is completely uniquely original. There's no fucking comic I doubt that's ever fucking done that. Where every panel was different. I wouldn't say that. Where every panel was looking at a different dimension, the character's completely different in every panel. I doubt there's a comic that's ever done that. There's no such thing as an original thought, John. No, I doubt that there is not. I doubt that there is a comic out there that I, exists that's done exactly what I'm saying. They, in Japan alone, uh-huh. 
Every year, every day, or not every day, every month, mm-hmm. there are 10,000 fucking new issues being made. There's 10,000 new yeah. ideas becoming. Sure. I don't, I'm not, there's, in all those hundreds of thousands of independent people making shit, I don't think this is going to. I'm not talking happen. about Japan. I'm talking about here in America. All right. I'm saying it's not a unique idea. You're saying that it is. Yeah. I'm saying that that is a completely unique but idea because, that has not been put out there. But because it came on Japan, it doesn't count. I'm talking about here in comic book form. I'm talking about mangas. I'm talking about comic books. All right. I know, but I'm just saying like it's not a it's to say that it's, no one's ever done it is is a dumb thing to say. What I'm saying is I don't think anyone has taken and harnessed the power of AI and created a story around a comic to explain why everything is different. I don't think anyone's done that. I wouldn't doubt that somebody didn't already come up with that idea. I would not doubt it. Okay, well, just my idea is unique. Just because you can't think of it, maybe it's not original. Done it doesn't mean someone hasn't done it. Sure, I could I could go with you on that. But what I'm saying is, is I think that there is something there to that that could that you could make it work. Right. Just because someone has a lack of imagination or a lack of, you know, belief. Doesn't mean it can't work. Sure. Maybe we could try this and it would fucking be terrible. I don't know. But I think that it's in the in again, in the in the world of just seeing everything's a sequel or everything's a fucking prequel or everything's a fucking remake. I think at least trying to create something with tools that you have to make what seems like an original idea or something that's probably unique at least amongst it sure maybe every aspect of what i'm saying of this idea individually has been done before but what i'm saying is no one's done this before is this combination of putting these things together is unique in and of itself is what i'm saying i think it's it's i, I mean I, listen i'm not saying either just cuz i haven't seen it doesn't mean it doesn't exist cuz i've seen a lot i haven't seen a lot of shit that I would say probably exists, but I haven't seen it. So I'm not saying that individually these things have never been done or a certain combination of these things has never been done. I'm saying that the combination of all these things combined with the story of however we would come up with to explain it would probably never have been put together before in that way is what I'm saying. Thus making an original idea. Because yes, the basis of every idea that's ever been done before has been done, right? There's there's like seven archetypes of story, and that's just every story boils down to these seven or eight archetypes, right? So yes, every idea that's ever been created through the history of man has probably been done before. But how you get unique and original ideas is taking things maybe that have already been done and then combining them in different ways. It's like a Rubik's Cube, right? Yes, you've got all these colors that already exist, but the thing that makes it original yes. is the combination of the colors. What? Yeah, we're talking about we're talking about in creating comic books. That's Shark Tank. Ah, whatever. Anyways, I, I don't know. I think that's I think that that idea is fucking pretty valid, in my opinion of tr- of at least attempting to do it to see what could happen. No one said it wasn't valid. I'm just saying I think it's valid. That's I just, it. All I said was that I doubt that it's a unique idea. No one said it wasn't valid. I just said right. it wasn't a unique idea. Well, then we disagree on that. I do think it's a unique idea. I think it's an original idea. Because think about this, though. Ah, oh, whatever. Anyways, 
so what the fuck were we talking about before I went on that rant? <laughs> I don't remember. Um, I was talking about Has Been Hotel. Has Been Hotel. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. So you're talking about Has Been Hotel. Are you talking about independent artists? Independent or, work. Yeah. Mainstream. Being better than, yeah. Mainstream, yeah. Right. Because, again, because my whole thing is the more hands are touching something, the more diluted it's going to be. Yeah. And unfortunately, it's the nature of the beast where if you want to go mainstream, you have to let other people touch your shit. Right. I mean, I don't know how much control she gave up when she sold yeah. the idea to A24. But I'm sure it was all of it or most of it. I don't know, man, because the quality didn't go down from the pilot to this to the show. And I don't mean quality well, yeah. of animation stuff because it went up. Yeah, yeah. But the quality of the characters, the writing. And especially the fucking songs didn't go down. Well, sure, because they because. All right. So generally, from my understanding is when 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 anyone, whether it be a comic book company or whatever, when they buy like a smaller thing out, they usually keep the person who made it on. They they hire them as the person who's going to write for this fucking thing, right. especially in this case, it had popularity beforehand. And if people don't get that same level of quality or whatever that the original thing had. They're not going to get sold on this thing, on the new thing. So you kind of have to I mean, bring them in at least at the beginning. I mean, when Amazon picked it up, they didn't, the, sh- the first season wasn't even done yet. Mm-hmm. And they greenlit them for four seasons or three seasons. Yeah. So they saw something. Yeah, I'm sure they do. And then once it becomes a thing, then they're going to want to cha- make changes. And they're going to want to do this. And they're going to do that, right? The harder this shit fucking hit Amazon. Yeah. It's, like the, it's in their top ten for right now. But... Um, it's getting its most of its traction through YouTube. Yeah, because that's where it started. Is it on YouTube? It's just the first episode. Oh, okay. That's how shit works. Yeah. Good old P the P fucking Bay. Oh yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, last time I saw it, it was like number eight on the Amazon top ten right now. Hmm. That's pretty good. I think number one is that. Stupid fucking! I don't, I don't. I won't say stupid, but the remake of Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Oh yeah, that's with, with uh, what's his name? Uh, yeah, I was gonna say uh, what's his name? No, is it, is it is Donald Glover, right? Yeah, Childish Gambino. Yeah, Childish Gambino. Yeah, or uh, fucking Lionel Calrissian, as he's known as. Um. Anyways, so, but my point is like, yeah, the more hand something touched, the less. That's why I feel like the independent circuit, it's like a better term. <laughs> no, like, I think it's a good way, a good thing to produce better. It's going to produce better stuff, but once it gets to the mainstream, it's going to lose a lot of its charm and flavor. Yeah. Because, you know, there's the person that makes their own homemade ice cream. And then once, once Hagen Doss gets involved, then that's when the bugs start getting introduced because of all the mass production. Yeah. True. So it's like, I don't know what, at least from what I saw from the pilot and in these eight episodes, it was great. Sure, it was weird going from the voice actors that they had in the pilot to these new voice actors, but Mm -hmm. it was still a great experience. Yeah. Anything with Keith David, I'm going to fucking watch. Right. Also had that chick, um, what's her name? She plays Rosa in um, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Oh, yeah, yeah. I know know what her name is, but yeah. She's the main character in that, too. I don't think they use her to sing, though. I think they actually hired someone else to sing for her. Which I'm, I'm sure they did with Keith David sometimes, too. 
Yeah, maybe. Huh. All right. Well, either way, I think you're right about independent stuff being generally better, or it can be generally better. Obviously, there's a lot of shit. Because as you know, it's it's the I don't know. It's like the purest form of art because it's not driven by money. Yeah. Right. Well, it's like it's the, driven by money, but it's not. The money hasn't been touched yet. I guess you can say. No, I money hasn't touched <laughs> them yet. Nah, because it's like that thing we talked about before about like the Rick Rubin thing, right? When you when you create the art or whatever, right? He talks about there's some fuck. What the fuck does he say? Um, about if you're if you're basically if you're motivated by money, then you're you're gonna fail. Like you're not gonna succeed. The art's gonna be shitty. It's gonna be garbage because it's, it's fan service. Yeah, it's fan service, right? But if you're creating something. For yourself well, or just to, to create. Wouldn't everything be fan service? No, because it's You're doing everything for the service of fans. No, well, that's what he's saying is if you make something for people based on what you think they're going to like, then it's not going to it's not going to be good. It's going to be bad. Like the art itself is going to be tainted or whatever. Mm. But if you go in and you create something and you do it for the reason because it's something that you like or you love yourself and but you're doing it for yourself or yeah, you're doing it for time, you don't. If you don't evolve, your shit disappears. I'm not saying you have to evolve. Are you, I'm not saying you're not evolving. I'm saying like, I mean, look at what happened with um, um, let's say like Linkin Park, where they their music, the last album they had versus the first album, are two whole different things. Same with Metallica. Sure, I'm not saying that you don't evolve, right? But I'm saying if you if you yeah, do you, that with the but main that's purpose the of changing your shit to fit the new narrative. Like when we're talking, when they went from thrash metal to regular metal, because there was no more market for thrash metal. Okay, but my point is, I, I, I'm just saying, like you, you're saying that if you don't never do things for what you think people like, only no. do things for what you like. I get that, but at the same time, if you do that, there's a chance you're going to become irrelevant. Yeah, sure. But what I'm saying is, is generally that's why these things are bad is because they're motivated. They're motivated by money. Anyone who says they're not motivated for money is trying to sell you something. I, I, I don't know. I kind of disagree with that. Name one, one thing that isn't motivated by money. Mm. Communism? No, that's all. That's, everything's motivated by money. But what I'm saying is, is that I'm not talking about the specific reason. I, I get what you're saying. Like the whole aspect of do something you're loving. You okay. Work a day in your if life. If I make this, no, no. If I make a podcast, right, and I'm doing it for the sole purpose of making money, mm-hmm. it's probably not going to be that good. Because all I'm doing is I'm literally coming here. I'm saying, okay, what do I think is going to sell the most? What do I think is going to sell the best? I'm going to focus on just just getting people to buy this shit. But yeah, but at the same time, so if you're just doing it for fun, like we are here, mm-hmm. are you going to say there's no part of your mind that isn't thinking about the about a profit? No, it's not a focus at all right now because there is no profit. It's but, all I'm doing is all we're doing is spending money. So, so you never want to make money on this. No, I'm not saying I never want to make money. I'm saying that when this becomes if this ever becomes a point where I'm doing this just to get the money, it's it's probably not going to be as good as it was when we were doing it because of the purest form of of the art of podcasting or whatever you want to call it was yeah, us doing it for nothing. But saying that money is never Part of the equation is. I didn't say it wasn't ever part of the equation. But you're just saying if you're doing this for money, 
I'm saying if your sole motivation, I'm not saying you're wrong at all. I'm saying if you're doing this for the sole. This is the beginning of this. No, I said it's going to be bad. I didn't say you're wrong. I said it's probably going to be bad or it's not going to be that good. If your sole motivation is money, it's probably not going to be that. Your content's probably not going to be that good. Yes. I don't think they started out just for the money. They didn't know each other. The the fucking record studio pulled people together to make kiss. Okay, look, there's outliers that there's exceptions to the rule, mm-hmm. but generally, what I'm saying, this is why this is this is a, a perfect example of why the, what you're saying is true, because the studios get involved. Because why? It's all about money, right? So then the art becomes tainted. It becomes bad. It becomes bad because people are like, no, I think this guy doing this action that has no reason to exist. I think that's going to be what sells. But you're not being true to the art because the character wouldn't do that. So then the fans are not going to like it. It's going to be bad. It's going to bomb. It's going to do. It's going to do bad, right? But you just say you shouldn't be motivated by what fans say. Yeah, that's that's exactly what I'm saying, Frank. Is that the reason why that thing is bad is because they were voted motivated by money. That's all they cared about, but right? You just, but you're saying that it's going to be bad because the fans aren't going to be able to connect to it like it was beforehand. No, I'm not saying that. I'm saying it's bad because it's motivated by money, and that changes everything. That's what I'm saying. But at the same time, but understanding the people that watch your shit or enjoy your product is also part of it. Yeah, but you then creating the thing just to appease them is when it's it's not you're not creating you're not being you're not creating art anymore or whatever. You're just you're just making shit for people to consume. That's all you're doing. So if you cave, if you cave in and you say, okay, yeah. I'm gonna change my stuff because this sells better. It's it's tainted, right? That's what I'm saying. Like a comic book artist, like like this, like this. If you are a comic yeah, book artist, like how, right? But then that's the whole aspect. Of what I'm saying is that you're trying to. Trying to put this into words. I was making, trying to make a comparison with the WWE. Not listening to the fans, uh-huh. and it's a shitty product. It's not a shitty product because they don't listen to the fans. It's a shitty product because they're all motivated by money. But at the same time, but at the same time, like not giving people what they want is the answer. No, no, I'm not saying it's the only answer. What I'm saying is, but you're saying if you try to do things for the fans, then you're wrong. I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying it's not going to be that good or it's not going to be as good as it was when you were doing it for yourself or you were just making it because this was the story or this was whatever the the so thing you were trying okay. to tell. So it's better to stick to your guns despite what other people are liking and you just stray away from the zeitgeist or what's popular and make no changes whatsoever to stay with the, to stay with the times. I'm saying you should just make, like, if you're a comic book artist, right, and you want to make a comic about, fuck, I don't know, okay, whatever. No, no, I'm just answering my question. Yeah, I'm saying what you should do is you should make the shit you want to make. And, and you never, shouldn't. Okay, and never add or anything. No, keep it. I'm not. I, okay, I'm gonna, right, no, okay. This, is, this is what I'm saying. This is, what, this is what you're not getting. You're not understanding that I'm not saying you should never do this. All I'm saying is that if you do that, it's not going to be as good as it was before. That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying it's right. I'm not saying it's wrong. All I'm saying is it's not going to be as good as what it was before. All right, I'm going to hold you to that. Hold me to what? I'm not saying we should or shouldn't do it. I'm, I'm just saying not, it's I'm not going to be good. I'm, saying, I'm going to hold you to that. To, okay. So don't change your fucking mind. About what? About that. About never servicing the fence. I'm not, Frank, 
I never said that you, you should never did. do this. You literally did. That you no, you say that you shouldn't do that. No, I'm not saying you should or you. I, Frank, I literally just told you. I'm not saying it's right or wrong. I'm not saying you should or you shouldn't. I'm saying if you do the change to just appease people or the fans, or if you just try to do what sells or you're motivated yeah. by money, it's not going to be as good as it was before. That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying that you shouldn't do it. I'm not saying that you should do it. I'm just saying the simple fact of you being motivated by money or appeasing others means it's yeah, probably saying, not going to be I, as good I, before. That's what I want to say. I want to hold you accountable to that because that's the mindset you need to keep. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's okay. That's what I'm saying. I'm going to hold you accountable to that. Okay, then hold me accountable to that. Because I do agree. I don't think like if I'm going to make something and people hate it, I'm not just going to change it to win people over or to make their, because I think this is good in the way it is. Now, sure, this is all opinion based. So if like I make a comic and, and people think it's bad, cool. I think it's good. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to change the what I made just so that you will like it. Then you don't like it. That's fine. Fuck off. But that's like, okay, my whole thing is like comparing it to like. But now if I were cha- to- never changing can't be Batman into serious Batman. Yeah, but why'd they change him? Was it just to make more money? Then it probably wasn't as good. So you say Campy Batman should have stayed the same? No, I think they made Campy Batman to appeal to a better audience, to a well, more broad first, audience. That was the first well, television the, Batman. The, yeah, television Batman, but comic book Batman wasn't super campy like that. that, was, that wasn't was as campy as that. Yeah, that wasn't the, what? The, <clears throat> when he switched over to that weird fucking circular ears mask, because he's changed mm. from the Adam West, like, Mm-hmm. Yeah, the that weird drawn eyebrows mm-hmm. fucking mask. Yeah, he even made a whole movie about it where he's like, "Well, yeah, I had to change the mask because you know I don't, I'm not in this to scare kids." <laughs> sure, maybe little changes like that are fine or whatever. I don't care. What, well, that's all I'm saying is you shouldn't change shit just to make money. That's what I'm saying. Right. Like you should do it because you want to do it. Right. If you don't want to do it, then don't do it. But if you want to do it just to make money, then fuck. It's probably not going to be as good as it was before. That's all I'm saying. All right. So, anyways. But yeah, I do think, back to what you were saying, that there is a unique opportunity here for people who are independent of anyone making comics, whether you're an artist or a writer, or as we've learned, uh, or I've seen at least fucking artists don't want to do shit with you if you're just the writer. Like, you, you fucking, they just, they, they're like, oh, well, I don't want to do your shit. I just want to make my shit. But, you know, so if you're out there, it's a unique opportunity where you could probably make some headway with this stuff that's coming up that might be bad. That might be the mainstream shit's turning sideways right now, I guess. So it's a unique opportunity. And I think that, yeah, the independent circuit, as you referred to it as, which is exactly what it is, is probably going to start having a, what is it? resurgence or a boom yeah i feel like so anyways all right well now that we got that out of the way you got anything else said nope all right let's talk about comic book stores i uh yeah hour so a respectable hour yeah but 90 percent of it was just pointless ranting Mm, i wouldn't say it was pointless i mean oh you want to say things yeah go ahead let me hear it let me hear it let me hear what you got before we get into the comic book stores yeah go ahead hear it so <laughs> <laughs> i mean 
I hate to go back to the example of Daredevil. Okay. Since we already kind of talked about it last time. Yeah. There's there's a there's a perfect example of a character that nobody really gives a shit about that turns out great books all the time, usually. Yeah. And I mean that in the both the writing and art. Writing writing and artist pair that go in with no expectations and not even like the editorial or expecting much because Daredevil is essentially a street level superhero. Right. So every like their plate, there's no rails for what they can do. Right. And that just turns out great shit for either Daredevil or Moon Knight or some of the more obscure characters because nobody's expecting much. So the ceiling's really fucking high because. Well, the expectations are low. The expectations are low. Because <laughs> they are like, we don't give a shit what happens with this. Yeah. And I mean, a lot of writers, I think, I mean, as far as like, I mean, I think Scott Snyder wrote like an anthology before he ended up hopping onto what would be like his first major comic book, comic book, which was like detective comics. And, um, you know, that worked out well for him, but it started with him just writing comics out of passion. Right. To, yeah. do, to do things that he was just all in for himself, not so much because, I mean, how much could you make on your own, like without any kind of notoriety, notoriety, unless somebody else sees you and says, oh, man, this guy's got something. And I guess that would be in, in favor of like your argument of, uh, <coughs> you know, doing ultimate ultimately doing stuff for yourself. Like, yeah. Another example. The, the comic that I really enjoyed that came out more recently, Immortal Hulk, Al Ewing and Joe Bennett going off the rails of like basically creating a Dante's Inferno for a Hulk comic yeah, book. Right. And I don't think anybody knew what they had. Like nobody saw, nobody was thinking, oh, I got to get this on my pull list. I don't, you know, they just, it, it was just strictly out of passion for the character. I mean, sure, they're going to get paid or whatever, but it's like they see the character and what they can do with it. Because if they, I mean, shit, dude, if we had to go to the, like the wrestling example. Yeah. Or maybe, no, I, I guess I have like a more apt, tangentially related example. Yeah. Which is like Neon Genesis and the Rebuild uh, series of, I think they're called OVAs, right? Yeah, yeah. So, they, you know, like they had Evangelion 1.1 or Evangelion 2.2 and 3. And yeah, yeah, yeah. The, all the numbers and shit. They yeah. eventually worked their way to 4 point something. Yeah. Uh, 3 plus 1. That's what it was. So, Evangelion did not end on a happy note. Shinji didn't like basically. Yeah, right the off the sunset. Was, I think like the world rebirthed itself and Shinji and Asuka were essentially like the Adam and Eve of this new world right yeah so then what ended up i think what ended up happening with the ovas with the 4.0 like the very last chapter of the the very last chapter of that ova series is shinji gets exactly what he wants but the person that created evangelion was like making social commentary within the the movie itself to say that here, here you are, you fucking idiots. You got exactly what you wanted. We gave Shinji his, yeah, his happy his fucking significant ending. other, yeah. and it's like we should. I, I think in his head he's like, I shouldn't have done that because that's not true to 
the characters and or the like story. what I originally created. This is this is just kind of like this is literally fan service. That was the last yeah. what the last chapter was. So that ended up yeah, it made money, but like for he compensated or he compromised his integrity for like the art. That, yeah. That thing ended up being I don't want to say it was shit, but like it gave Shinji exactly what he wanted or needed and the the, the, the creator of the thing is like fuck well here it is folks like <laughs> here's your fucking fan service here's yeah. exactly what you fucking wanted well they, also ran, they ran out of money I guess I mean but well, anyways that's why they had to make these movies these movies are the, the continuation of the story but they couldn't finish the series because they literally ran out of money that's why the final episode was fucking uh, stick figures Anyways, uh, all, all really to say that maybe it's it's adding on to your point about like uh-huh. artistic integrity that yeah when you when you compromise yourself you end up making something that sure it's gonna please a bunch of people but I mean what is transcendent in art is like the people that were true themselves like Alan Moore writing V for Fin. Be for Vendetta because he wanted to. He did. Yeah, like, right. That was outside the scope of superheroes, but it was a comic book. And he's like, I'm going to dare to challenge to be something different. And right. I'm going to redefine what the hero archetype could be. And it ended up being like an anti-hero character. You didn't really fucking know like what his, yeah, his what that was mor- morals be. or convictions were because he's so mysterious. And it's like when th- people take those leaps on themselves not because their their motivation is money but merely to challenge themselves it's like that's when you get the transcendental stuff the stuff that are like the outliers as opposed to things that run concurrently with the fucking times yeah. although there is the, the argument for fucking frank which is like the civil war civil war yeah. series within marvel that is like a social commentary on the fucking Patriot Act. It's like the Superhero Registration Act or the Freedom Freedom of Information Act is like the superhero. That's yeah. the parallel between the times. And somebody right. took that. Well, yeah, but, but what I'm saying, but what I was saying is like, did they do it just to appease the fans? No, they did it because they wanted a social commentate. They They didn't do that to just say, oh, here you guys go. Mm. Like, here's this thing that you've been wanting you've been wanting us to social commentate on the patriot act like nah it's not that wasn't the motivation of why they did that they did it because they they wanted to create something that was a social commentary on the current times and and i'm not saying that you shouldn't do that i'm not saying you shouldn't evolve with the times i'm not saying you shouldn't um do any of those things that like i said you want to talk about but all my point is was when you do it just for the money that's when I think the art suffers and it, it's not going to be as good yeah, yeah. as it was before. That was, that was the point, I guess. Yeah. So anyway, go ahead. Well, anyways, uh, that was just kind of <clears throat> like a thing for, yeah. In favor of Frank is like, Oh, here, I know there's discontentness with how people perceive what was happening in the U S at the time with right. our own government and stuff. And it is a little bit of fan service to, to, to pander for like the discontentness of the, whatever the public perception of the government was at the time. So in some way it, it does like lean a little bit towards 
what Frank was saying. But anyways, I forget, there was something else you guys were talking about besides this whole thing. Oh, the independent uh, comic books versus the... Oh, yeah. The okay, so or- on Reddit, there's something... A little bit of a phenomenon that's been going on in the comic subreddits. Okay. Well, specifically our comics, there's a comic book called Elk Hunt. Uh-huh. I haven't actually... I've read like the first few ones, but it's like these three people, three people that are riding in a car and they're going to some benign place in the United States. Okay. And there's some weird monster elk. Like it's, it's demented. It's like, it looks demonic. It's fucking crazy. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> the skinwalker. Yeah. And I don't know if this thing started. I, th- I think it actually started on Reddit itself, but the uh-huh. first one, like everybody loved it. It was like nine panels or maybe it was less than that. But it's I think at this point it's out in eight or nine. And every time it gets posted, people are liking it. And it, I'm like, damn, dude, this is just for a comic that exists only on Reddit, only on Reddit. But everybody's like loving it. And and I don't know how they're supporting the artists so that they can encourage them to do more. But gifting gold or something. does that translate to money? I think it can or some shit. Anyways, yeah, so this person started their career on the interwebs and not even gotten to 10 issues and they're, and they're, you know, critically acclaimed within the consensus of Reddit itself. So that is rather cool to see that. I mean, I don't know how frequently that happens where people are making themselves like famous or whatever, uh, but it is cool to see like witness it first firsthand because I remember seeing the first one and I was just like, holy shit, this yeah. is really cool to see. And then there's also one on Instagram called Chicken Thoughts, which is about like the the creator of the comic itself. The person owns birds, so they made a comic based on their birds that they own. <laughs> it is just like dumb, stupid bird behavior and, and weird shit. But yeah, I mean, having... For, for artists to have a platform on social media or wherever they're posting it and having just about just as much a chance to succeed or make themselves known and not having to compromise their own art by going to like a publisher and doing all that shit. I mean, that's that's really incredible. Yeah, that is pretty sweet. And, you know, I think people have an appetite for that. Like originality. Yeah, it's it's not. All right. Listen, we love Batman, but. Do we want to see him in some shit ass storyline that maybe is currently possibly happening? Eh, no. Do we want to see whatever our favorite characters are in shitty storylines? Not generally, but you know, original characters or original storylines or whatever are yeah, that people definitely have an appetite to consume that and and view it, which will help people that are making these things obviously not. And nowadays, again, because before, if you wanted to make a comic book, you'd have to go to fucking a publisher and you'd have to send them shit and get them to approve it or get them to like it or, you know, whatever, right? There was a lot of bullshit you had to go through. Now, any any asshole with an internet connection can pr- produce whatever it is that they want to produce and put it out there. Sure, there's the bad side of that where, yeah, I'm sure there's a lot of garbage out there because any asshole with the internet connection can make whatever they want. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm sure there's a lot of really talented people that probably would never have gotten an opportunity in the normal way of things that, you know, exist or whatever, right? Because they, huh? 
the lady that's the lady who did the has been hotel or whatever right yeah i mean that's that's a prime example of that is that they would probably wouldn't be in the position they were in if this access to this stuff didn't exist I don't even know if you could call it astronomical odds for your comic to be selected for, say, something like oh, image. But I don't think that I think it's zero. I think that 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 the idea that I came up with earlier is a zero. That is a zero idea that there's zero chance that anyone too many risks, too many fucking risks. But sometimes double you got to take you got to take fucking risks. Double down on yourself. It's not really. Yeah, I mean. If you're going to double down on anything, it's it should be yourself, right? Right, yeah. But you also said that you wanted to the chance that she took on that on her Broadway. Which is what? Where instead of making the entire series, you just focus on the pilot. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I probably would have just taken the money and made the series instead of just making a pilot. But she believes in, the, in her project. Well, no, but well, no, that's the thing. She had a goal. All right. Now, maybe I shouldn't say this because I don't know this for a fact. Right. But this is speculation. Let me let me clear that right now. To me, it seems like the goal wasn't to make your own shit and be independent. It was to get into the system. It was to be into the system, which is why you make a pilot. Because, you again, you want it to get picked up and you want someone else to buy it so you can get the money. And then you can have a bigger budget if you get lucky and they want to keep you on, right, to keep making the thing. It's like uh, Quentin Tarantino when he was writing for, I mean, that movie True Romance with, uh, what's his name? Slater. Oh, Christian Slater. Christian Slater. Yeah, yeah. And I forgot who else. Oh, uh, Gary Oldman. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Um, He was a writer in that movie. And I think that project allowed him to make Reservoir Dogs thereafter. Like, that was his motivation was just to get in. Well, to make the bag and also to yeah, to, to later fund his pro- his own project. Right, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, and again, but that, like I said, that that was, it seems like the goal was to get into the system and then be a win, work within the system. Like, for me, and I think a lot of other people out there that are independent, artists comment whatever you want to call it the goal is to not have not not have the man staring over you at all times and fucking telling you what to do and doing this and doing that yes you are going to suffer monetarily because of that you're not going to make as much money as you were going to make if you would have say like like for example her making the the show and then putting it out on her own i don't know maybe she wouldn't have made as much money as she got when a 24 paid her, I don't know, whatever, maybe she made a couple million dollars or something, right? I don't know what the deal was. So let's just say, yeah, if you would have made that and put it on YouTube, maybe you wouldn't have made a couple of million dollars on that, but at least you would have, Hey, I made my own thing that I controlled from a to Z. No one said shit. No one told me what to do. No one said, Hey, you can't do that. Yeah, I did it my way. Right. But at the same time, because she did it that way, she was able to get the voice actors she wanted. She was able to get the, the talented people to be able to sing the songs that she wanted. She was able to get better quality for the stuff that she wanted. Right. Well, that's, that's what I'm saying. Sure. That's the difference. That's, that's again, you, you're, you're, you know, it's a give and a take, right? Yeah, but I get what you're saying, but at the same time, I get wanting the best possible outcome for your project. If it's a passion project. Well, the best possible outcome is to not have any other anybody else's hands creatively directly where it goes. I think. You don't know that. The whole like, 
Uh, hey, uh, you, you need to put that towards you because it's not picking you up at all. Like, uh, no, no, you need to point this part. You got to talk into this part because it doesn't detect shit from like outside. It's like, it's like that, right is that here. an omnidirectional mic? Huh? Is that an omni mic? No, it is, but the, the sweet spot for where and okay, it's with whatever, all mics, whatever. everything's right here. Like, right. yeah. Whatever. The, um, I think it was Kishimoto's or it was a manga uh, artist or uh-huh. I forgot the term for the manga goes, whatever. Okay. He was saying that the best outcome for his, not the best outcome, is that the best moments for him was um, where his staff was pitching ideas with him. And he said he changed his mind a lot because the staff was able to come up with better ideas. Yeah, yeah. Because they're involved with the project. Again, it's a small team. Right. I don't know how it is with her. Yeah, yeah. Who knows? We're making speculations here. Sure, yeah. But I get the idea of wanting the best possible outcome, which needs... Okay, you have to make sacrifices if you're doing it yourself. Right. Maybe she wanted to have better actors. Maybe she wanted to have better animation style. Maybe she wanted this and couldn't get it with what the budget she had. Yeah, to make a whole series, sure. That's why you just make one episode. So, yeah, I, I don't. That's why I don't think it's bad to want to have a production company to help you. Like, and again, she went with A24, which is a more. Um, I, I want to say um, uh-huh. they're not as mainstream, I should say. Right, but the problem is again, we're making the assumption that she had to change things. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, I'm not saying cuz there yeah, A24 is considered like an independent production company. Production company, but that even though that's independent, the problem still re- remains they're paying you for something, right? Mm-hmm. Which means they're not going to they're not doing this to make no money or lose money, right? They're doing it to make money. So if they see something that needs to change so that it'll make more money, they're going to make you change it. That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Okay, we're assuming that. No, no. Oh, yeah. It's an assumption, but it's, it's a, a it's guarantee a, it's a, that... It's a, educa- a very educated assumption. In general, I think it's a very... Likely scenario. Likely yes. scenario. I in get general, that, yeah. I'm saying... But then... You could also you also run the risk of it. Well, I guess the thing I'm trying to say is like we don't know what went down with everything. So we don't, and we're not we don't know what she wanted. We don't know if she if this is a passion project or this is just a foot in the door, like you're saying. Right. Who knows? Yeah. But I'm saying at the same time, I'm saying like you can. So so okay. What so, I'm saying is like. You don't have to. It's okay to get help. Just it's not to go crazy with it. Like with her, she just went through A24. Then A24 sold this idea to Amazon. Right. So by the time Amazon got involved, the the show was almost done. Yeah, correct. But see, here's the. Okay, so then this is where. Okay, so people are saying online that A24 generally doesn't get involved. Yeah. They just let you do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. If they are involved. But like you said, that's this is where they make their money, right? Is they sold it to Amazon. They sold the whatever the rights or I don't know how it works, but they sold some shit to Amazon for the Amazon I to have just, it. I mean, they were, uh, from what I understand, is that they were going to put it on multiple platforms. Because originally, A24 was going to make this a television show. Mm-hmm. But it would have been a TVMA show. 
Right. Or not TVMA, but you know what I mean. Um, so I guess they they went through the streaming services. And I don't know, man. I, I don't know where I was going with this. <laughs> well, so so my point being, I guess, is that once they sell it to Amazon, if Amazon orders four, four seasons mm-hmm. and then they say, hey, we we think this is gonna get more viewers on our end if you guys do this. That's the risk you run with going to a big network. That's what I'm saying. Is that's that's we what saw, you, we saw what happened with um, Critical Role when they fucked over their fans. Uh huh. By going with Amazon because it's I think it's still considered the largest Kickstarter in the history of Kickstarter uh-huh. for the media for the media side of it. Yeah. And then they sold it to Amazon and then told all the fans, hey, I know you you paid for the show, but you have to go pay Amazon to go watch it. Yeah. See, that's fucked up. Yeah. That'd be like if you took if you made a comic book on a GoFundMe mm-hmm. and then whatever, sold it to fucking Marvel, and then it was like, Oh, but you guys, you gotta go buy you gotta go buy the fucking comics from there, those assholes over there. If you wanna if you wanna know what happens. So that's happened with critical role aspect then. I mean, did she do the same thing? No, because she used the crowdfunding to make that pilot. Okay. But then you got to have, well, see, that's what I'm saying. That's where the creative decision to, to make a pilot. Saying. She didn't do the same thing because, you know, you have to pay for an Amazon subscription to watch her show. Right. But the crowdfunding was for the, the pilot. Yeah. So, so then that's gave, different. She, she gave them what they, what they paid for. Yeah. Which was, it was just to make a pilot. It wasn't to make a full fledged series. Yeah. She could have ran it to make a series, mm-hmm. right? I guess. So, if she would have done the opposite, where she said, "Oh, I'm going to make a series, but now I'm going to sell it to Amazon, and now you have to pay to watch it, even though you already paid me to make it." Yeah, which is what what fucking Critical Role did, and I'm still pissed off about them for that. So, let's see. Let's see if this article real quick, just so we can be sure about this A24 thing. Uh. It, uh, A24 is a distributor and production company. Uh, did they buy it outright from her? Or did she license it to them? Um, wait, wait. Did you, did you have any more to say? Were you no, no, I was just talking about that. I was just oh. using that as an example. And then we just went off track. <laughs> yeah. Um, Man, somebody fucking in the Reddit in the Reddit of this put this is it here. Hope this article helps <laughs> or clears things up. And it's it's doing none of that. <laughs> it's 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 got no fucking answers. It's it seems like it might just be a uh, a fluff piece on this, but uh, <laughs> um, I, it just doesn't it doesn't it doesn't explain anything. But oh wow. What? According to this, they just helped. Amazon just helped with the animation, with the production. They just held it up. What huh? does that mean? They did what? They just helped um, Pentobox make the animation. Oh, Amazon helped them make the animation. Yeah. According to this, St- what the hell? Is Spindle Horse Studios. Mm. Uh, wait a minute. Okay, so anyways, but. I I don't know. Yeah, Spindle, Hel- Spindle Horse Tunes, Bento Box, Entertainment, A24, and Amazon Studios are all the production companies involved in this. 
Okay. All right. Well, whatever. This this is off topic. Yeah, this so. is going off topic. But anyways, so yeah. Whoa. Who knows? Hasbro Hotel is the largest global debut for a new animated series on Prime on video. On Prime? Yeah. Oh, well, that's cool. Good for them. Yeah, it surpassed 100 million views on YouTube alone. Hmm. Anyways. Anyway, back to comments. Uh, so, yeah. So, do you have any more to add about this or anything in particular? What are we at in time? Uh, it's been like an hour and something. Oh, let me double check. Uh, hour and 24. So, I think we could save that. Uh, the comic book uh, store thing. Oh, yeah. We can make that its own fucking episode because this turned into yeah something even better. I mean, <laughs> you know, it was, it was, it was fuck. We basically went into this going to talk about comic book stores and for almost an hour and a half didn't even get to that topic yet because we just we just came up with shit just came out of the ether and just poured through us. And we talked about all kinds of crazy shit today. So if I can ask something real quick. Yeah, go ahead. It looks like um, ownership of the show Mm -hmm. is either between her and a 24. All it is is that Amazon Prime ordered from them. Yeah, well, Amazon doesn't own it. They're just a, they're just gonna the platform that's gonna platform, be on. So I don't I don't even think they have a say in it then. Well, no, no. Okay, so that's what I'm saying is they well, don't I'm, have I'm maybe not, creative control. It's not continuing this conversation. I'm just we'll oh, all this right. Later. Yeah, we'll talk about it later. Uh, anyways, all right. Well, do you guys have anything else? Anything else you want to talk about on this episode? Mm, no, I think I'm good for now. All right. I don't know why, but I want to say Snoogans. Snoogans. Yeah. Good old Jan Silent Bob. Anyways. All right, well, that was fun and interesting. So uh, stay tuned for the next episode where we actually talk about what we were probably going to talk about in this episode, which is comic book stores. No, we're not going to get sidetracked again. Probably. Something else is going to come out. Oh, I'm sure something else will happen in, in, in the next episode. So that that um fucking, did you see the fucking clips, no clips, the concept art of the Batman Beyond thing that they wanted to do? No, it was like a show. They want, they pitched a movie. It looks like um like an animated movie. No, yeah, it was an animated movie. And it kind of looks like um, Spider-Man's verse where it's all like neon colors. And oh, shit. uh-huh. Is he in the 80s? Yeah. No, it's supposed to be in the future, remember? Oh, that's right. Cyberpunk the, Batman? Yeah, it looks so fucking good that people are saying, oh, it should be done. And watch, by the time the next issue comes out that we're going to do this, it's going to get a um, green layer. We're going to have a whole conversation on that. Probably. Well, I'm. We're, oh, that's the other thing. I should have probably said this in the other episode, too, about... The, the video gaming one, but yeah, we're going to try to do this one at least, you know, once a month, maybe twice a month. I don't know. It's depending on the shit. Whenever that we feel like basically it. it's whenever we feel like it, but we're going to try to do it more often than once every three fucking months. Cause that, uh, consider that like, especially with video games for the most part, we're not as hands, or at least yeah. you are, you guys are, I don't know about you guys, but we're not as hands on as we used to be. Right. In terms of playing video games and the time we spend playing games. Well, so I still play video games a lot, but it's the same two games every yeah, it's that. It's not like you're buying fucking shit tons of games to play. To I mean, I still talk about. Fucking, I'm a huge D and D nerd. And I still haven't bought Boulder Gates three. Oh yeah, that would be. Is now oh, maybe it'll come to the Game Pass. No, well, it's owned by it's owned by a uh, Sony stu- uh, Sony subsidiary. I'm sure, Microsoft will buy them eventually. I mean, they they got the show to be on the Game Pass. Yeah, true. Anyways, all right. Well, that's for the game by Sony. Yeah, it's for the game podcast. But anyways, yeah. So we're gonna try to do this more often than uh, than than we have been. So. I mean, yeah, no promises, but eh, we'll see what happens. Anyways, all right. Well, fucking A. Uh, Thanks for uh, listening, and uh, shit. I guess we'll catch you on the next one. (laughs) 
That was Panel to Panel, the Game Rage Magazine comic book podcast. Thanks for listening. If you want to know more and follow along, go to Instagram and TikTok. Follow at Game Rage Magazine. If you want to follow on Twitter slash X, at Game Rage Mag. Tune in next time. Thank you.